Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Michelin Cross Climate 2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The Volume. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Friday, August 18th. It is a, a weekend. We have a phenomenal guest, a guy I worked with at the Big Lead. Um, longtime listeners probably remember him. He was on my radio show back in the day, and then I, I think we had him on the pod last year or two years ago, Ryan Glassbeagle. He's at the New York Post. Um, I try not to get in trouble. Because, you know, now that I'm back when I covered the media at the big lead, I couldn't really get in trouble. I was covering the media. But now I'm in the media and the media writes about uh, my place of employ and occasionally about me. And I've got to steer clear of it. So I do steer clear of that as much as possible. But I still think it's an illuminating talk. A lot of NFL as well. Some gambling stuff. Um, Just a quick programming note. So we've been doing every Friday NFL uh, divisional previews. I'm going to punt on this Friday, mostly because of this voice issue. Um, it's not major. I'm going to have to have a minor, very minor, very minor surgery um, on the throat. And I just got to dial back a little of the chatter. So I'm going to keep this intro brief. And when I'm back closer to 100% here and next week, and then the following week or whenever, I will rattle off the division previews. I've got a lot. I'm actually going to be going to Vegas soon to be laying down the season long bets. I probably usually do about 10. I think I went six and four, seven and three last year. And so it's good to go into Vegas with some winning tickets. I'll sign up for the big contest. And then that's when you know it's like on and popping. It's like, okay, I'm spending a thousand or 1500 bucks, whatever the intro fee is. And every week I'm going to be locked in. And like, that's. You know, that's the football season right there. And then you got the weekly bets and the fantasy, uh, setting fantasy draft dates. It's getting exciting. 
I, I don't know. If, listen, I'm sure there's a lot of NBA fans here who don't love the NFL, and I get that. That's fine. Hey, do your thing, guys. I can love them both, <laughs> and I do. Um, but, yeah, we'll be doing uh, a lot of fun and exciting stuff leading up to the NFL season. Got some guests. I know some of you have requested Mr. Baker to stop by opening week. I have. I will be reaching out soon. Um, he's the guy who won this contest, uh, $3 million, whatever it is. Um, I don't think that's retirement money. It's funny. When you're a kid, you think, oh, I win, I won $5 bucks. I can retire. I don't know. That's not even close to accurate. You know? I don't, I, I don't think five. I'm sure you guys have had this discussion with your buddies. What's the number you need to get to in your account where you think you're good and you could just live off the interest and be still not have a massive life drop off? You can still travel and do whatever you want, not have to worry. Huh. 10, 15, 20? I don't know. It depends where you are, what you got, how many kids you got, what you got popping. Uh, you know, I don't know. Do you have alimony payments? Yeah, multiple wives? I don't know. I don't know your situation. So everybody's different. Anyways, man, that was a ramble. Let's get to our guest from the New York Post, Ryan Glassbeagle. You know a guy. Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want. But for everything he doesn't, he knows a guy who does. Let's just say I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy. All right, let's welcome into Straight Fire, a guy I've known for probably about a decade now. Uh, he was at Sports Illustrated, and I brought him over to the big lead, and we started chopping it up. He's a media reporter, and as luck would have it, or unlucky for me, uh, Ryan Glassbeagle just happened to break a big story Thursday. Before we started recording uh, for the New York Post, let's welcome in, him in, Ryan Glassbeagle. How are you, Ryan? Good to talk to you, Jason. Yeah, it's been 10 years just about. In January, it'll been 10 years since I joined Big Weed full-time. Time has flown. Yeah. Ryan has an amazing memory for stuff that I don't remember. I mean, I barely remember what I had for lunch last week. Like, it's a problem. Um, I just remember the important stuff, like the gambling losses. And Ryan and I and another guy, Vic, who we'll have on the pod, he's over at Fox Sports. We do uh, college basketball gambling, text threads, NBA, NFL. Ryan is a diehard Packers fan. Uh, so obviously I would like to start with the Aaron Rodgers stuff. You guys lost Rodgers. He is the New York Jets gain. Ryan, it feels like post, uh, darkness retreat. Aaron Rodgers is a new man. Um, I don't know if he's found Jesus or he's found uh, a new batch of ayahuasca, but something's up with him. He does not sound like the guy who was in Green Bay the last couple of years. Well, uh, let's see what happens the first time Garrett Wilson misses one of his hand signals before we say that Aaron Rodgers is a whole new man. But yeah, to your point, he's carrying himself in a whole different manner. He Since he got to the Jets, it's been gratitude and he's been bringing the young teammates around and Knicks games and all that stuff. You remember like last year, there were like Romeo Dubs, like, yeah, I don't talk to Rogers at all. And now I think Rogers seems to have had some introspection, learned from that. He's getting along with all the young teammates now. I do want to see what happens if the Jets face a little bit of adversity. But yeah, training camp, it is the honeymoon period for Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. Yeah, um, I know you go to a lot of Packers games. Were you at any games last year as it was starting to unravel in the end seam near? 
I was. I went to one last year, and I don't remember what game it was off the top of my head. But, it, you know, it's crazy, Jason. They had a Sunday night football home game against the Lions. Win and you're in the playoffs. Oh, that's right. Lose yeah. and you're out. And I'm stunned that they they squandered that decision. And, you know, it, it did feel like it was the end for Rodgers in Green Bay right then. There had been two straight off seasons of questions. And I think that really just, at least in my mind, got me ready for the transition to Jordan Love. Yeah, but like, I don't know, Jordan Love, he's sat around for three years. Do we think he's any good? I mean, the only people that know are in that locker room. And... All we can tell is, like, they didn't pick up his fifth-year option. They kind of gave him a new deal that's not as lucrative. Uh, It feels like he's still got a lot to prove. Is that fair? It's fair to say he has a lot to prove. I don't think it's fair to say that just because he sat for three years means he's going to be bad. If you remember, in 2008, Rodgers sat for three years, and there was a much more controversial changing of the guard from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers than there was from Aaron Rodgers to Jordan Love. Like, Favre retired, then he unretired, and a big swath of the Packers fan base wanted Favre back. But Ted Thompson and Mike McCarthy had already, you know, moved on to Rodgers. If Favre didn't retire that first time, I'm not sure that he ever that Rodgers ever gets the chance. But Rodgers mm. did sit for three years behind him. He got booed yeah. at family night in training camp when the Packers fans had the open practice and the Packers went six and ten. Now, I really like I swear this isn't revisionist history. I was aghast at the way that Packers fans were treating him at the time. I went and I bought a Rodgers jersey his oh. first year and they signed him to an extension. So even though the Packers were 6-10 and 10 and missed the playoffs that first year, and by the way, Favre was lighting it up for the Jets until he injured his he forearm. He was like 8-3. and three. He was the odds-on favorite in the gambling odds to win MVP. It was dark times in that Packers season. But even then, you saw glimpses that Rodgers would be good. And they gave him an extension, even though the team wasn't winning, even though the front office was getting battered for letting Favre go as he was just killing it for the Jets. And clearly that wound up working out. So, you know, I'd advise giving Jordan Love some time before we just say that it's not going to work. Um, Do we know if Matt LaFleur is a good coach? We don't know, but I do (laughs) think he is because... The the year before he was head coach, you know, it was a disaster with Mike McCarthy. But Rodgers wasn't unhealthy or anything in that year. They missed the playoffs, fired McCarthy before hiring LaFleur, and then he ripped off three straight 13-win seasons. So well, who did? Who did? LaFleur or Rodgers? <laughs> well, Rodgers, like, you know, there were questions, is Rodgers a league average quarterback? heading into the relationship with Matt LaFleur. People didn't think that that was going to work. People thought that Rodgers might be washed up at that point. And the first year, he didn't, like, play great. It was weird. They went 13-3, and but it wasn't MVP Aaron Rodgers. Then they drafted Jordan Love, Mm -hmm. and he ripped off the two consecutive FU MVP years. And so... uh, 
I I do think LaFleur is a good coach, but you're right. We don't know that yet. Realistic expectations, putting aside your fandom, for Rodgers in New York, knowing that the schedule is very front-loaded. Uh, their first six games are the toughest in the league. And if they lose to Buffalo in the opener, short week, go to Dallas, and Dallas has a good defensive line. The Jets' offensive line is the biggest weakness. It, it could be 0-2 early, and we know how the New York media can get. Yeah, I mean, I'm in the New York media now, which is kind of crazy because yes. I live in Chicago, but I'm very versed in the New York media. I grew up on the East Coast, reading the Post, listening to WFAN, et cetera, et cetera. The, I think the Jets make the playoffs. I mean, they really should. There's seven teams that make it in the conference. I get it. The AFC East is one of the toughest divisions in football. The Bills are bona fide Super Bowl contenders every year that they've got Josh Allen at this point forward until further notice. The Dolphins are, you know, much improved over the Dolphins of several years ago. And the Patriots, like, you know, we have some questions about what they've been doing on offense the last couple years, but that's a ferocious defense. And I don't think that it's a gimme that like the Jets would go two and oh against them. You know, Belichick always saves his craziest stuff for the Jets, but they should make the playoffs. I don't know that I would say that they should win the division. I'd say that the Bills are still the favorites there, but I think it's a disappointment, Jason, if the Jets don't reach the second round of the playoffs. Like they not it just uh, making it in, I don't think is depends. good enough with like the expectations of this year. Well, I mean, like let's say the Bengals get the number one seed and the Jets have to go on the road to Kansas City. No, but they're not expected to win that. Like, yeah, but that's putting, I mean, that, I think it's a disappointment if they're the seven seed in the AFC. I think they should be, you know, five or six and then have to, yeah, maybe go on the road and win a playoff game, but still. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Toyo tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Toyo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. 
That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. So getting to the playoffs, Salah and Joe Douglas keep their jobs, the coach and GM. And they're like, hey, this was year one with Rodgers. We're building up toward year two. We still don't have to pay any of our young stars. We got cap room. You can make excuses to bring him back. But you miss the playoffs, and they're toast, for sure. Like, there's just no way to – now a Rodgers injury could change all that. Um, I want to pivot a little bit. You're a big stock guy. I know your dad talks stocks. He, he reads the, he used to read the big lead, and I, we've been on some emails with him. Um, if you could buy stock in Jordan Love or any of the three quarterbacks who are expected to start this year, the rookies, Stroud, Young, and Richardson. I think those are the only three, are they? I think so. Yeah. Who who would you rather buy stock in Love or the three rookies from this year? I'd buy stock in Love, and then the second one would be Richardson. Um, you know, I think that running quarterbacks translate better to their rookie contract than maybe traditional pocket mm. passers do. We saw the the prototype for this began when the Seahawks won with Russell Wilson on their on his rookie deal. I do think that Wilson was, you know, a more polished passer coming into the league than Richardson, even though Wilson, who, you know, played at my alma mater, Wisconsin, um, slipped to the third round because of his height. But I think, you know, even as weird as things seem with the Colts, with, um, you know, this battle that Jim Ursay and Jonathan Taylor are having, I think that Richardson could win them some games with his legs. Mm. Yeah, I, and then you know the that. Texans and Panthers. I, I maybe you. I think I'd wait to buy stock on um, Stroud or Young. See if there's like a situation like when Rogers' first year as a starter, where I see flashes of them, but the team isn't really ready to win yet. And I think I can maybe get their stock at a lower price while evaluating. Um, I want to talk about how the sausage gets made, specifically in the NFL. It's, yeah. uh, you know, you and I have talked about this a lot. I don't know how much the readers care, but we've both covered the sports <laughs> media. And, you know, you got to stay on it to break stories. You got to really, you know, badger, pester these the sources, whether sources in the front office, on the team, players, whatever. Yeah. I just I'm curious as to your thoughts on exactly are, are, are the journalists sometimes perceived more as middlemen where they're simply handed stuff, you know, the guys at the top from the coaches and the agents handed and here, here you can go report this because often when we hear about trades, it's totally out of left field. Like there was no speculation. This was going to happen. And look, bam, it happened. And I don't know. I feel like we get that more in the NFL than any other sport in basketball. You hear stuff in the, in the, in the, um, what do they call that? The grist. Uh, you just hear that churning constantly. Hey, Joel Embiid, and, uh, Joel Embiid and the Knicks, Joel Embiid and the Knicks. It's out there. In the NFL, we don't hear any of that. And Some, I just Sometimes wonder, they do drop Easter eggs. Sometimes, you okay, know, like give me one, Albert give me Breer, 
Albert Breer is a guy like, you know, during coaching interviews or whatever in the off season, if you read his um, SI column closely, you can kind of tell which way teams might be leaning. And he could be like a month in advance of a coaching hiring or something. And it wouldn't surprise me. And that's happened a number of times. Although since you put me on the spot, I can't think of it off the top right. of my head. That's fair. Um, no, Breer's Breer's Schefter had the time that like, he 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 was on top of how um, Brady would retire um, months in advance, or no, he was on top of Brady leaving New England. Remember that, mm-hmm. like last season in New England, and like in October, Schefter knew it was going to happen. And Rappaport will get stuff, um, you know, months in advance as well. It's but yeah, in terms of these trades or a signing, a lot of times the NFL front offices, which really operate under cloak and dagger, mm-hmm. it's kind of they, you know, bestow it on the newsbreaker at the last like 11th hour. And then Schefter and Rappaport might be, you know, 35 seconds apart for like who is first and who is second. Yeah. So is that stuff overblown now? I mean, it used to seem like it mattered 15 years ago. You get a scoop. Hey, now with social media, it's like, hey, you get a text. You just put it out there. Everybody got the text. Whoever's quickest to their phone, they put it out there. I think, though, I don't know that that's totally the case, though. I think that one of them, like, may get it first and then, you know, confirm really fast once they see that the other one has gotten it. Um it's you know people are way more into the Woj versus Shams rivalry than they are Schefter versus Rappaport for whatever reason. Like obviously Shams was like the protege and Woj was the mentor. Yeah. But like you know it, during like NBA free agency and the draft and stuff, you see people making memes with like one dunking on the other, and it takes on much more of a life of its own than Schefter versus Rappaport. But Schefter versus Rappaport is a feisty battle too. Like there's, you know, no, interesting subplots. They yeah. are friendly. Yes, they are friendly. Yeah, Woj and Chomps are not friendly. Um, I, you know that. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not bashing it, one or the other, it, but um, yeah, it's weird. Uh, since you brought up the NBA, I went for whatever reason this week and I looked on Instagram and the NBA Instagram account has like 82 million. The NFL uh-huh. has like 28 million. And then if yeah. you go to Twitter, it's another massive discrepancy. And I know this has been talked about a lot. Any thoughts on why the NBA is so much bigger on social media than the NFL? Is it, is, and it can't just be because it's a global game and nobody outside of America really cares about the NFL. I mean, we know they care in Germany and London a little bit. But for whatever reason, the NBA online dominates. Why is that? Um, you know, they put a lot more focus into it over the last 10 years, but I will say, you know, we remember when we used to talk about this like eight years ago where, cause we would look at the traffic meter of how many followers somebody allegedly had on Twitter and we would see how many like page views it sent mm. to the big lead when they right. tweeted. And that kind of made us overly skeptical of like, okay, Social media raw follower account. Did like they buy followers? Did someone buy them on their behalf? Are they gaming some algorithm that picks up, you know, non-human followers or bots or whatever? And so when you just mention that, you know, entity A has more millions of followers on Instagram than entity B, 
I don't know what you can do with that information until you start distilling it into like, all right, well, how many views are they getting? And like even views and likes and stuff can be gamed too. But I would say that the NBA likely has a more younger, digitally savvy fan base than the NFL. But yeah, as far as like the wide discrepancy, it's difficult to kind of pinpoint what variables versus globalism, you know, versus they're better at digital or whatever. And it's crazy because it doesn't translate into TV viewership. The NFL like wipes the floor, not just with the NBA, but with everything else on television other than like presidential debates and occasionally the Olympics. So... I mean, NFL's only, what, 17 games? NBA has, like, 82. You know, hockey has... I don't even know how long the hockey season is. Yeah, also 82. Way too many. I mean, it's just like, there's so many games. A, a game 17 doesn't matter. In the NFL, game 9 is like, boy, you can't... You, you go 3 and 6, season pretty much over, you know? Um, it's know, true, I, yeah. There's so much urgency to them. Yeah, and there's nothing I don't think the NBA or baseball or hockey can do... What do you shorten the season and lengthen? Can you imagine if the NBA was like a 17 week season like the NFL and then the playoffs were single elimination? Do you think that this in in season tournament will do anything? Uh, I mean, I think I'm, you know, 28 percent more likely to watch one of these tournament games (laughs) than I would be like, you know, Lakers Suns on a Wednesday night. So I The thing is, is that we need to see that there is like playoff intensity in these games. If these games are, you know, load management opportunities or whatever, and the players are playing at three quarter speed, like you kind of observe in a lot of these regular season games, then I'll decide, okay, this doesn't really have stakes. But if it's presented like these games are meaningful and the players buy in, then yeah, I think I'll be a little bit more likely to watch, especially when we get to the semis and the finals. On a scale of one to 10, one being shoulder shrug, doesn't care, don't care, doesn't matter. 10 is DEFCON one. We're panicking. Yankees are in last place and in danger of missing the postseason. Um, Major League Baseball and Fox cannot be happy with that. What's their level between one and ten? Um, I'd say it's somewhere around a five. Like obviously they would wow. prefer the Yankees in it, but the the Yankees like haven't been a World Series threat in a while. Like they make the ALCS, but they haven't won a World Series since 2009 now. And baseball is just it's uh, you know, the Braves went public like the Packers did, and so you could for the first time recently start to see the way the numbers bear out and the Braves made something like 70% of their revenue from like ticket sales and concessions and merchandise and like 30% from TV. And if you look at it at the NFL, that would be like flipped. So with the MLB, the local like broadcast rights and the gate are so much more of an important part of the business model than the national TV package. Like, yeah, Fox Sports wants the Yankees in the World Series. That's not a secret, but... Um, just in terms of like how baseball works business wise in the aggregate, it's not like as much of a disaster as you may think. Uh, I, I would just think like, you know, wor- Women's World Cup, the U.S. gets knocked out early. It's like, 
you know, Spain and England. Okay, that'll be good. But are you waking up at three in the morning, West Coast time here this weekend to watch it? I'm like, I, I don't probably not. I got a I, I got a men's league basketball game later that day. And I might have to take a nap, but I don't know. Anyways, I guess regarding this baseball, Braves team in baseball is dynastic. And so I guess what? we'll find that out. They're going team. to be watch. They are. They are going to be. So like they they already won two years ago, and I think they should be like greater than even money like favorites this year. The wow. way like they're just electric with their bats, and I think when it's like said and done, they might rival like the '90s Yankees in in rings. Like they might win wow. four of them with the, with this core. And so, so I should pay attention to the Braves. Okay. Yeah, the the Braves. Like I think it's going to be good for baseball to have them as this like years long indomitable threat. Do they still do the tomahawk chop or no? I, they do it sometimes, but I don't think it's like regular. I'm not yeah, I, I, I confess to really liking that when FSU does it. It just has the vibe from my youth. Anyways, you said something about even money and gambling. And, I, and I, uh, I'm curious, you know, the gambling is starting to happen more and more. It's getting at, what, 25, 30 states. And we're seeing a lot of movement recently. Barstool kind of got dumped by their um, connector and that connector then linked up with ESPN. I think we saw WinBet recently shut down. Um, just a lot of movement. Where are you on what's happening? Should should sports fans care? I know you and I shop around for the best price. Oh, yeah. But not everybody's doing that. They're just like, oh, uh, I love the Titans this week. I'm going to go bet them. But they're not checking like seven different sports books. Um, just your thoughts on gambling as we head into 2023 football. Yeah, I mean, the consumer wants more of these sports books for like absolute certain that's the case because I don't know if most people are shopping the line or something, but if you're getting a two or three percent edge difference every time you make a bet, it adds up to a lot of money in the long run. And then the thing that I'm most interested in in the gambling marketplace now, so FanDuel and DraftKings have built, especially FanDuel is the leader, DraftKings is the also the queer number two. They built um, a duopoly almost. You know, Caesars and MGM are in the game. Penn is in the game. Um, but I'm interested to see how Fanatics entering this marketplace changes everything because mm. they have every sports fan in America's email address and they're picking up a bunch of live states by the acquisition of points bet that would have been like very difficult for them to get licensed one by one by one. And so like they're going to come out like, you know, when you're watching the Kentucky Derby and it's taking forever to start, the horses are like walking up and then all of a sudden the last horse gets to the gate and they're off. That's what Fanatics is right mm. now. And I'm interested to see how they fare in this horse race. You know, they're going to have to make up a lot of market share, but they who would have thought 10 years ago that this one company could come along and gobble up all of sports apparel across all professional sports and then all of trading cards all across all professional sports for good measure. So, you know, no pun intended, I wouldn't bet against Fanatics, but they're going to have an uphill climb mm. with what FanDuel and DraftKings and the other books have already built. So that's going to be really interesting. Yeah, and that's I... happening very soon. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, 
and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Pirelli test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. I don't know that I've ever bought anything from Fanatics. You absolutely have. I probably just don't remember, right? There, there is a million percent chance you bought something from Fanatic. Okay, uh, fair enough. Um, I'm curious. Do you check think your they, email when you when we uh, get That's off, a good point. Uh, do you think Fanatics ends up going the route of some of these failed companies where they just were like, "Hey, sports media person, I'm going to throw 250k your way, and uh, we're going to leverage your social media audience to uh, <laughs> sign up people?" Because a couple of these companies have tried that with some. Very curious decisions, and I believe it's like a 100% failure rate. I'm not certain of that. It's not a 100% failure rate. Like Pat McAfee, for example. Fair enough. There's and, one. Uh, Quay Travis were both big um, affiliate providers for FanDuel. Like, and, you know, Fox bought OutKick as a result kind of uh, partly of um, OutKick as like an affiliate driver for gambling signups. And then McAfee's big deal with ESPN is because he was proven as somebody who drove a lot of signups for FanDuel. So, um, and you know, this Levitar deal, like he he's re-upped with DraftKings. So they clearly think that that's going well. Um, and what and do I you think? think? Volume- <laughs> I know you and Levitar are buddies, it- so I'm not going to say anything. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know that I wouldn't say I haven't heard buddies, great things, but, um, the, yeah, I, I think there, there are 
if you're going to go after a media personality, you have to go after ones that actually have, you know, a devoted individual audience who are hanging on their every word. Okay, let, let me ask, so, let me ask, Ryan. Um, devoted audience hanging on their word, but you didn't mention anything about gambling. What if they decide, I don't want to mention a specific person's name, but trust me, there's a lot of them in my head. This person over here has never talked about gambling in seven years of covering the NBA. All of a sudden, we, we won her audience. She's got 900,000 followers. And, and um, that's just not going to work. They think it's going to work. They keep banging their head against the wall. It's not going to work. Yeah, Do you think I, it's going to? Well, I don't know what Fanatics is going to do. It's incredibly valuable. Like I said, that they have everybody's email address and credit cards yeah, already but that's on just file. Step one, dude, you've got to get them and talk knowingly and knowledgeable. The, the about thing them. is, is that um, there aren't that many degenerate sports gamblers in America for the amount oh. of like marketing and promotion all of these sports clubs have given out. <laughs> I don't know. There, I know it's it's kind of like a low margin business. So you look at like how in Las Vegas when it when it was the only place in the country that you could bet on sports, and you look how much more those casinos made on penny slots than on oh. sports gambling. And it's just you know we're in this bubble where we're obsessed with it. It's not as like widespread as. We might think like for how many women do you know that bet all the time on sports? None. I don't know any either. Like in person, I know there's some online that like I know their personalities and they do, but yeah. I haven't met any that um, I'm like, sure there are, are obsessed with it. I'm sure there are, but I like there well, are. First of all, listen, gambling on sports is not something you should be obsessed with. Let's be real, right? Would you agree with that? Uh, That's not healthy, yes, Ryan. I would. Uh, like, obviously, I I'm going to be going to Vegas soon. Uh, I'll enter a contest. I will have season-long bets. Like, I'm gambling every week on the NFL and college football. That being said, I don't think being obsessed is healthy. That's not I'm with anything, you know? Whether it's working out. All right. uh, How anything. many do you know that even bet, like, NFL every week, though? It's not— Listen, I'm a married guy. I don't talk to a lot of women who bet on the <laughs> NFL. I don't know any, bro. None. But I'll say okay. this. More guys talk to me about sports gambling than they do fantasy football. Yes, absolutely. Um, I think there's no question that over the last three or four years, as gambling has become legalized, that fantasy football has lost some of its luster. Yeah, I still do fantasy. I think I'm in four or five leagues this year. My son's in a couple. Like, I love, I love fantasy. Um, football's, football's great. Um, speaking of, uh, of the gambling, I, I am curious where you are on, you know, these insiders – who will work at a major network that has a gambling connection. We saw Shams during the NBA kind of lead everybody down the ditch with information about the number one pick. A lot of people listened to him, and it was a bad whiff. Uh, Wall Street Journal wrote about it. Have you given much thought to that? I mean, the same thing happened last year with Woj and, like, Paolo Bonchero, too. Like, I don't think that they anything was, like, nefarious with Shams. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, remember. wait a minute. Oh, did Woj have Woj wasn't like being paid by a gambling company, was he? No, no, he wasn't. But he Shams wasn't. is connected um, with one, though. That's the big difference. Yes, Shams works for FanDuel. But like, in, I just think it was like the case of getting something wrong. Like, he, I think he probably like read the wrong tea leaves or something. I doubt that he, 
you know, put himself out there and got the number one over or there's the number two overall pick wrong so that like FanDuel could take a bunch of dumb bets because Fair. the betting limits on like draft stuff is pretty low anyway. Like, yeah, it, yeah. I not doubt six it was bets. like that. It wasn't that meaningful a swing for like the gambling company. So I think that the, to your point, though, there's going to be a lot of fixation on it. Anytime a reporter gets anything wrong, they're going to be under a magnifying glass for it for that reason. But um, I, yeah. I want to ask you, I, my buddy sent me this. Damn, I forgot to bring it up. I don't know if I texted you this. This is from August 6th. Fairfax County uh, teacher wins $214,000 in bets, but claims none of it after bet GM cited obvious error. Um, yes. Uh, the, he, he had bet on the, uh, the Women's World Cup. And hit all the bets, and they were like, "Woo, something's fishy here. We made a mistake. Sorry, you can't get paid." Um, we let's just admit it: the books don't want winning betters, right? They don't. No, they do not. They do not want winning betters. Not even a little bit. And you have to think that it's going to be like a poor long-term strategy from them if yeah. you like think of this as like a tilted carnival game. That if you ever do get lucky and win. It's game over. And I this teacher story, I'm really surprised that they wouldn't just eat the 200 grand instead of getting all of that bad press. Um, And like, I bet you the gaming board, because of all that bad press, is going to pressure them into paying it out anyway. So they're going to get the bad press. And they're probably, I think, still going to have to pay the money because I don't think that they have a clear cut case that these lines were obvious mistakes other than the fact that like what teacher do you know that is like betting $2,500 on like middle of the night women's soccer parlays about like how many corners Vietnam is going to kick like (laughs) um, so it's like yeah that's the evidence but I I do think that it was an obvious mistake otherwise this teacher wouldn't have like risked so much but the teacher did have risk on these bets. It wasn't something like, will there be a corner kick in this game? It wasn't something that like obvious of a misprice. It like required the expertise of a math teacher to figure it out. Um, and so, yeah, I'm going to be very interested to see how this winds up. Uh, we'll wrap up with any season-long bets in the NFL and then your Super Bowl picks. Um, I, I'm going to piggyback on Jason Lisk here, our other guy from the big lead. He likes Shane Steichen, coach of the year. He makes a case that this is an award that is like set up for like rookie head coaches to win. Uh, Brian Dable won it last year. And so, you know, they they could surprise some teams just by winning games, as I said earlier, with Anthony Richardson's legs. I like that pick. My Super Bowl pick is... Bills versus Eagles, and I'm gonna go Eagles to win. Eagles, okay. Buffalo Bills. Uh, I, I have a I have a hot take that I don't like the the Chiefs play with their food. So we saw, you know, they came out and won last year, and then they got their victory parade with the Netflix quarterback series. Everybody knows Mahomes is the best player on the planet. When when they are like you know, winning, 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 all of a sudden they like take their foot off the gas. I don't think they're going to win consecutive Super Bowls. So that's why I'm picking the Bills out of the AFC. Interesting. Uh, What about my Jets? You said second round loss. Yes. 
to the Bills. Do, do your Packers make the playoffs? Yes. I, you know, I think if I were betting the NFC North, I know you've been high on the Bears. I'd be doing like the Vikings at plus 275 and the Packers at like plus four something. I don't know exactly what their number is. I saw ESPN analytics gave them a 12% chance to win the division, which is like very low. Uh, you know, I don't I don't buy into the Lions hype and I don't buy into the Bears hype. I think one of the Packers or Vikings will win that division. Yeah, and I'd say division. that I would I'd put the Packers at over 50-50 to make the playoffs. They have a lot of good players behind Jordan Love. I know your our guy Colin called Jordan Love a game manager this week. I'm old enough to remember, Jason, when a guy named Tom Brady was referred to as a game manager. And I think you're old enough to remember that, too. That term gets thrown around a little bit too derisively. The Packers at 2-53, very talented roster, both sides of the ball. And I think a game manager might actually be just what they need. Run the ball, win with defense, assuming the defense shows up this year. Uh, all right, Ryan Glassbeagle, the New York Post. Good stuff, Ryan. Enjoy the weekend. Thanks for taking the time, buddy. Thanks for having me. Anytime. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 